If you're a veteran and you're struggling or feel like you are leading a path towards the darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You are not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you're a burden to those who are in your inner circle or your friends and family, please call the hotline at 988 and take option one. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. It's the underscore Misfit Nation. Subscribe and click the bell. This will keep you up to date with our latest news, episodes, and, of course, the stories of our great guests. Speaking of which, our next guest is co-founder of Gail Dobie Coaching and Consulting, a firm that has helped designers, architects, and other creatives increase their profitability by up to 512%. As the firm's chief vision officer, she does more than help her clients wrangle decimals on a budget sheet. After nearly 20 years of experience running her own Denver-based design firm, she's obsessed with sharing innovative ways to overcome the business roadblocks, challenges, and detours creative entrepreneurs face when trying to do it on their own. So without further ado, let's welcome Gail Doby to the Misfit Nation. Thank you so much, Rich. I'm happy to be here. It's great to have you. Great to finally connect. I know it's been a while since we first booked it, and then we had a little speed bump last week, but here we are. Uh, I'm glad to have you here, and I got your book right here. All right. I arrived the other day. I was able to read about half of it and breeze through the rest of it, so so I got some of it in there. Thank you for sending that. That's awesome. If you don't mind, if you want to tell a little more about yourself from, from what I just gave or anything else from as far back as you want to go to where we are now, go ahead and yeah, share absolutely. now. Yeah, well, I actually am kind of a, an odd mixture of left brain and right brain. So I have a finance degree. And then later on, I went back and got a degree in design and then started my design business many years ago. And so I have this really interesting background. But around 2007, I just um, realized that the young woman that was working for me and still is after we're starting our 18th year, um, we realized we really love working together and wanted to build a business that really fit us and fit what was our skill set. And I just happened to love the finance part of business. And I love, I know that sounds weird, but I do. <laughs> and so, um, but I love teaching it because people that are very creative don't necessarily understand the numbers of business and trying to make it so that they have those light bulb moments when they finally realize, you know what, I can learn this and it's not as hard as I thought it was. So anyway, that just kind of led me down this path and Aaron and I created this business um, back in 2008. So we've been doing this almost 15 years where we work with people and we help them develop the systems and processes and the way of doing their business so that they can be successful. 
And I think the other piece that we do that is so unusual for a business coach is that I believe that we do a little bit of business therapy because the mindset behind what people do when they run a business is so uh, hard. And it's not something that they really talk about when you go to school and then you decide you're going to go ahead and start a business. Nobody really talks to you about what it takes, the grit, the courage, all of the things that it takes to be successful running a business. Definitely. And there's a lot of things that go into a business working. And uh, I think that's what hurts a lot of people when they jump into it. They, they see someone else doing it and they believe, oh, that's got to be easy. I can just jump in there and do it on my own. And then all of a sudden it implodes on them. Uh, and think uh, most new businesses last about a year before they hit that turbulent point and then all of a sudden they're gone. And if they make it past there, then they'll probably make it a little, a lot longer if they stay, stay the course. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not easy. Even for myself, I've, I've had my challenges in the business as well. There were days that I can remember my husband asked me at one point, he said, uh, why don't you just go get a job? <laughs> and my comment to him was, I'm, I'm unemployable. I don't, <laughs> I don't really work well for others. And I just have to figure this out. Whatever it takes, I will figure it out. And I'm sure that your listeners are people that have to figure it out. That's just part of who they are. They are really just getting in. They're in the trenches, literally, and having to do what is necessary. And they figure their way out. And sometimes um, it's that resilience and that mindset that are the keys to success, I believe. Well, definitely. That resilience mindset, like you said earlier, grit. You have to have grit in your yes. in your soul to make it through uh, as a business person. And any business you uh, jump into, you have to have that resilience definitely to, to bounce back every time someone slaps you in the head and tells you they don't like what your business is doing or they give you some bad review. You have to have the resilience to say, okay, push that aside and move forward. Well, you, feedback is feedback and it depends on how you take it. And I think that's one of the hard things too. I know you you do serve a lot of people that have been in the military and maybe they're starting businesses and maybe they're in, in the middle of it, but it takes a lot of those same skills that we were just talking about, that grit and passion and courage. And um, you can learn anything if you decide you're, you can do it. You just have to make a decision about what you're willing to do. And if you're willing to jump in, the nice part is, is that you can learn as you go. And the best thing is to get into action. And as soon as you get into action, you're going to figure out where are my blind spots? What am I missing? You're going to get plenty of feedback from other people. The feedback as long as you don't take it personally and take it as what it is, as feedback, will help you, guide you, and help you uh, create better services and products for, for the people that you serve. Definitely. And I know uh, one part of your book I was reading, and I think it's one of the early chapters, yeah, about the you know, current reality assessment. Why is it very important to assess your actual reality? Well, that's the starting point because you need to know where you are and where you want to go. So if you have, it's great to have a vision, but you have to know where you're starting from. And every single one of us every day has a new starting point. So the minute we get up, we have a new starting point. We may still be working toward the same goals. So hopefully that's starting to shrink and we're getting closer and closer to what it's going to take to get to that end result. But sometimes we end up uh, maybe waking up on the wrong side of the bed, not feeling so great about ourselves 
and then we're a little bit further away. So we have to kind of work on the mindset first to get back into the right viewpoint so that we can bring our best selves into what we're doing. Definitely. And that's a, I think that's a perfect way to do it. I like how it's laid out in the book. So you're actually, you have to be honest with yourself when you're taking that assessment. If you're not mm -hmm. honest with that, then you're also setting yourself up for more trouble down the road. Which, like you said, if your vision board is there, but you don't have an assessment of where you are, you don't know where you're going to wind up hitting that roadblock or turmoil as you move forward. Sure. Speaking, speaking of roadblocks, what do you think is the biggest roadblocks that have faced an entrepreneur as they start out in business? Oh, oh gosh, there are so many. Yeah. And there are so many incredible stats that you can look at from the Small Business Administration and Forbes and different places. But basically what I see happen, and, and I was guilty of this myself, I jumped in without a business plan. And I had an idea and decided I would just start the business. And uh, that was not a great idea. And looking back on it, I know better. Uh, I know better. But I thought, you know, I'll figure it out as I go. And so there is that typical entrepreneurial spirit, which isn't always the smartest. So it's always good if you can put together a plan on the front end and actually um, have something that you put in writing because it gives you a roadmap to follow. Because if you don't have a roadmap, you're guessing. And so that target practice and, and that tactical approach is not going to necessarily get you where you want to go. So every day, if you're like a lot of people, you pick up your cell phone in the morning, you look at that and that determines what your day is going to be. Well, <laughs> if you do that, then you have let somebody else control your life. And if you want to be successful in business, you need to have your own plan and you need to manage to that so that you are actually achieving what it is that you're really wanting to achieve in your life. Awesome. That's a awesome, awesome sub advice right there. Hopefully the listeners are uh, writing some stuff down or they can just go back and uh, hit the rewind button and do it again and listen again. So they get some of that knowledge. That's awesome. Uh, how much value would you put on having a team in place and using teamwork in a business instead of trying to do it alone? It's the only sane way to run a business. <laughs> okay. So, I, you know, I have worked with a lot of people and I've been a solopreneur from time to time and not the easiest thing in the world to do. And um, I had scaled up at one point and then 9-11 hit and our business had to scale back. And at one point I was all by myself again. Well, that lasted about 90 days. And I said, that's it. I cannot do this by myself. And so that's when I brought on Aaron, who's my co-founder of my company. And the reality is that we think that it's too expensive to hire people, incorrect. We think that it's too hard to manage people because it's easier to do it ourselves. We think that it's just going to be too complex to manage a business with people. But what you don't realize is that people make you money. So if you have more people on your team, you can do more. So therefore you can sell more so that you can have more business and more profit. And so the idea is that scaling your business and having really good people on your team is the key to growth. And uh, for most of us, we have to learn to let go. And so we have to learn to delegate. We need to learn to trust other people. And that's not always so easy. But if you can do those things and find the right people who have the right attitudes, you can actually build an incredible business where you have time to take off. Like this coming year, I'll be taking off uh, 10 weeks. Right. So I'll take six weeks off for a sabbatical and a couple of two-week vacations as well. 
And that's because I have a great team and I trust them to run the business because we have systems and processes and policies and we have people that know what their jobs and their roles are. And so therefore you can build a tremendous um, way of creating wealth for yourself and stability for your family and the ability to do all the things that you want to do as long as you're willing to have a team. I agree a hundred percent. And I think a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, like you said, when they get into it and you talk, you spoke about delegation. A lot of them believe if they're not doing it, their baby's going to die or their, their business is their baby at that point. So they believe it's going to die if they're not the one working in their business the whole time. And they have to learn to do that little thing of stepping back and just looking from afar and just making sure, Hey, the numbers are right. Like you do with the financials to see where the numbers are, are now and where they need to be and just, poke and prod until they get there instead of sitting there and doing everything yourself because you'll burn out as well. Well, especially with what you do with your podcast too, we're talking to people who either need to be or are leaders and leadership is a big part of success in business and it's not for somebody and also decisiveness. So you can't be a great leader without decisiveness. And then the leadership piece is, understanding that you may not know how to do everything, but you can figure out who can do everything. And you can figure out how to have those people do those things and do it right. But it takes trust. And it also takes a determination that you're willing to put in the work and set up systems and processes to teach others to do it the way that you do it. So are they going to do it exactly like you do? Not a chance. And every day I, I, I get those, we have these conversations with my team and they'll say, oh, we're doing this. I say, oh, okay. All right. Tell me your thinking behind that. So then they'll share their thinking. I'll say, okay, that sounds like you thought it through well. And I'm good with that because that's the thing. At some point you have to, if you really want to have wealth and if you want to have freedom in your life, the way you get there is by letting go and trusting the right people. Trust, but verify always trust, but verify and make sure that those people that are working with you on your team understand that they have a responsibility and an accountability for doing things in the right way, the Gail Doby way or whatever your company is. And you do it in the way of your company. And if you do that, you are going to have an, a successful company. So my first round of running a design business, not so great at managing people. Second round, way better. <laughs> so um, I would tell you that uh, you learn on sometimes on the first round and the second round, you can bring that to into a very successful uh, formula that really works for you. Because I've, I have people that, like I said, one person on my team starting our 18th year. We have people 11 and 13 years with us. So there's a reason why. And it's because you have to let go and let those people do their job. Definitely. And like you said, trust, but verify. Yeah. You can do that without being over their shoulder the whole time, too. So you can verify that the th everything's being done correctly, even if they don't do it the way you you personally would do it. It's going to get done. It's going to get done one way or the other. Like you said, you have the systems in place. You're able to delegate and you learned lessons those from the shortfalls of business one to round two. Sure. That you can take those and say, oh, don't do it that way now. And that became a strength of yours now to, make, to build that leadership model and to put the plans in position, everything in position there for the new business, the new job. Right. And I think, too, that what happens is the longer you're in business and the more 
you have some wins and hopefully we have lots of wins every year. And it's one of my pieces of advice is always write down your wins throughout the year. Keep track of it. Keep this running list and share that with your team as you grow, because they get so excited when they think about, wow, look at what we got done this year. And I look at it sometimes and I get so excited to see their excitement because they realize that they contributed to the success of the company. And so it's one of those um, really wonderful things. If we will just let go a little bit and um, it's kind of letting go of the vine is one word I've heard said. And so when you let go of the vine, but you also give people the training and the support and love that it takes to really be successful in their role, then they're going to, they're going to give you their heart and soul and do their very best job. Definitely. And uh, some we like to say here, stack victories. Uh, so right. you can do that every day or like, you know, or by quarter for businesses, but right. always celebrate your wins. Don't harp on your, on your downfalls, recognize them and do something to make it better next time, but stack those victories and keep counting and do better each day until you're just over overwhelming yourself with victories. I agree. And it's um, and it's not fun always to get the feedback from the clients, but we we need to ask for it. So one of the things that I've learned over time that has been exceedingly helpful for me is that I can be sensitive to people's comments and then I've learned to ask for it when I'm in a position of strength. So if you'll ask first, then you're not going to get blindsided with the feedback at the wrong time. So that's just a little hint that will help people especially if they're struggling with um, some of the things that they deal with day to day in the business, because it comes every single day you have an opportunity for feedback. Definitely. And some of it's not going to be what you, what you wanted, but like you I said, it, it's better to get it up front and instead of a blind side on say a Google review from someone you don't remember even talking to. Exactly. <laughs> that exactly. you can't take away. <laughs> exactly. So explain what your creative value blueprint is. Well, you know, this is probably true for any business, but for us, we know that in our business, there are a couple of key areas that we know that people need to have in place to be successful. And one of those is they need to have the overall plan in place. So they need to have the financial plan, the operational plan, um, the, the foundational plan of the business, the processes and procedures. So that is that functional piece of the business. The next piece is the mindset. So it's about really having a power mindset and prosperity mindset and just really having all the pieces and parts together so that no matter what, it's always hard running a business. But if you have the right mindset, you can work through almost anything. So that's the other part is number two is that. And number three, you need to have the right team in place. And the team doesn't mean just having people on your actual team working for you, but it could be coaches, it could be consultants that are working with you, it could be people you outsource to. And then the third element of that is the community within. So if you have people who are part of your mastermind group, and if you don't have one, you should have one because these people are people who think like you do and are in the similar situation. And you get together and share wins and and things that you've learned so that you can help the other people. So this is all about really being part of a team um, that has the right elements together. If you do all those three things, 
you have that creative value blueprint to grow a successful business. Awesome. Uh, I like how you said the the mastermind groups. A lot of people don't throw that in there to to use those with, with like minded businesses or like businesses yeah. to talk to each other and see what's working in your neck, your, your neck of the woods compared to mine. And maybe we can um, mind meld and get the, get it all working together. Well, and the other piece too, is sometimes you, you'd be surprised how many times partnerships come out of those, uh, those groups. And I'm not the group minded person all the time. I certainly am the type to go out and hire a consultant or a coach and we do have two right now. And that's something that I constantly look for in our business is who is further along than I am that can show me what I need to do. So uh, we walk the talk because we know that in order for us to be successful and hit the goals that we have, we can't do it with the same thinking that we've been using. So we we need people who are experts that can help us um, along the way. So it just has to be part of the mindset that this is not an expense. It's a, it's an, an investment you're making in yourself and your business to grow. Definitely. And I think, uh, like you said earlier, you're able to instill uh, your values into your team so that you can step away for 10 weeks this year. And part of that is uh, having a successful business. And then that kind of, kind of leads towards your life goals as well. If you are successful with your business life, your life goals will kind of match that in the successful way as well. Well, and you read the first part of the book. So one of the things I talk about in there is your personal values and your business values, and you need both. And the personal values, if you know what they are, and also the business values, you make your decisions by using those values and those get wrapped into your culture of your business. And if you have a really strong culture, your team then knows how to make decisions. So for example, if relationships is really important to you and that's part of your culture is to have strong relationships, then if you have a situation where maybe somebody you're working with doesn't fit that and they don't support that culture, then maybe the decision is you don't need to be working with that person. Maybe it's a client, maybe it's a vendor, maybe it's some sort of an associate, but you have, if you have values clearly defined and you have a culture clearly defined, you have a structure from which you can make really good decisions. That's outstanding. It's Gail, we have a lot of veterans that are listening to this. And like you, you've been mentioning, they're at that point where they're starting these things, becoming veterans. What are the three tips you would give them out the box if you got on a phone call with them to get their business going in the right direction? Well, first of all, good for them if they're going to start a business. I'm all about it because it's just it's what the economy is all about is small business. And I think the real key here is if you want to be successful, make a lot of money, uh, make sure that you have people around you who can give you the guidance and maybe shorten the, the path for you and put together a real plan, put together a business plan, put together a financial model. And if you don't know how to do that, get help doing that and make sure that you have something that you can execute to so that you are on the right track. So that would be number one is make sure you have a plan. And if you're thinking of getting into a particular business, try to find somebody that you can reach out to and they could be total strangers. And sometimes you pick up that phone and they're happy to help because they want to mentor you and help you because they've had somebody that's helped them. So find out from them what it's really like day to day in that business. That was one of the mistakes I made early on. So that was that's a good one to do. 
And, um, and I think the third thing is just to make sure that you are planning your day every single day to move the needle forward on your business. So whatever you decide to do every day, if you need sales, then you need to be starting your day with sales. If you need to be hiring somebody, hire that person. So look at the ways that you can leverage your skill sets and also offload those things that you're not great at. And if you can do those three things, I think you can be tremendously successful in your business. Awesome. And I hope listeners wrote that part down as well. If not, again, rewind and listen again, and you'll get these all the tips that we've uh, talked about throughout this uh, conversation. Gail, how does someone get in contact with you? What's the best way to get in contact with you? Well, thank you for asking. And the best way is gaildoby.com, G-A-I-L-D-O-B-Y.com. And we are rebranding. And by the time this comes out, we will be Pearl Collective, but it will forward to that. Okay. So for right now, gaildoby.com would be good. All right. And we'll put both in the, into the notes as well. That would so be good. They, yeah, they can just click in the notes. Gail, Perfect. thanks again for being flexible and uh, adjusting your schedule to meet with us here and sharing all your knowledge. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Rich. We, I appreciate being on your show. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for checking us out and being a part of the Misfit Nation. Don't forget to visit our website at themisfitnation.com to catch up on all our episodes and also get some of that Misfit Nation gear. As always, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling because we are 